everyone. Welcome to Table Talks. Yeah. Yeah. Today we are going to be talking about Lev. I love you. I love you. <laughs> so weird. Yep. And we've got Joel with us today. Yeah. Uh, so Joel, like the routine is, um, like every other person that we've had on, tell us a bit about yourself. Give us the scoop, the inside scoop. All right. <laughs> okay. Um. So my name is Joel. And if you want to know my surname, um, okay. my surname is Yam. Okay, so okay. you can call me Joel Yam or <laughs> Mr. Yam. All right. Uh, and I'm 19 years old this year. And um, I'm studying in Inti Subang. And it's, it's diploma in IT because I like computer a lot. And one LG that I'm leading right now is LPs. And yeah, soon I'll be leading another. But yeah. Stay yeah, that's, that's, that's all. That's all. Is it like? Is it like a surprise? <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. What about your family background? Like, we know you have a big family. Um, but how was it like growing up in that big family, and what was it? Yeah. Speaking of that, if you guys don't know, I have um, four siblings, which total up um seven family members in my huge family. Yeah. And since young, I was born a Christian in a Christian family. And so I will go to, yeah, I will go to church every day, every weekend. And also attending Hope Kids like, yeah, like some of you guys here. Yeah, just to clarify, you You're can't, not born you a can't Christian. be born a Christian. Yeah, what he born meant into was a like, Christian yeah, family. Yes. Into a Christian family where both the parents were already Christian when he was yes, born. Yes, yes. But you can't be Christian born upbringing. Christian. You must decide to be a Christian. Yeah. But it's okay, Joe. We still love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, 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 okay. So back to it. When you were 7 to 12, you went PKC like all of us went PKC. Mm. So fun fact, Joe was the naughtiest boy at PKC. Mm. Um, did a <laughs> he lot made some teachers cry, I remember. Yes, did a lot of bad things. The teacher will always complain about him. But, okay, <laughs> that aside, um, so what were you doing when you were in PKC? Like, you you grew up in church. What you was were, life like for you yeah, around in that church. time? Yeah. I, guess, I guess it's more like my own fun time <laughs> when, I, when I attended um, PKC since young. Because... Yeah, even though the teachers will teach us the, all those Bible stories and um, yeah, they will lead like praise and worship and also uh, lead us into prayer. But most of the time, I was being like very, I don't know, I can say ignorant of what, um, of what the teacher is talking about. Yeah, uh, y'all have had my own fun time. Um, yeah, attending. So you're like the kid that's playing at the back of the classroom when the teacher is teaching in front. Or like you don't even go in the classroom, is it? I, I, I go into the classroom. Go. I don't skip. I'm a good boy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but just, yeah, not, not focusing. Yeah. Okay. Mm. And it's more like a... I can describe my life during PKC like a normal kid's life. But when I say normal, it doesn't mean like... It's normal for you to do it all this, right? It's it's but definitely not normal. Not. <laughs> definitely not normal when not um, the normal teacher is sing, singing in front, like praising and worshiping God's name, and, and you, you play are football behind, behind. Yeah, <laughs> playing with your friends. It's not normal, but 
uh, what's normal is I don't think there are a lot of difference between me and the non-Christian kids outside. It's just that I come to church. Mm. Yeah. So you graduated um, PKC, which is like the kids' children church, and yeah. um, automatically you just go to a place, right? Yeah, automatically. Like, I, it's not like a, you need to pass anything to graduate. You just go to, you just come into a place at 30, 13, that time, yeah. What was it, 12, 13 for you? Yeah, 12, mm. 13 like that. So now, now into a place, how was it like for you? Mm, uh, it started like, um, I think I expected more, like to learn more, to... Uh, yeah, to learn more about God. And as time passes, as I continue on um, being in the youth LGs and continue uh, to participate in all those LGs, uh, more responsibilities came in. Um, I started to become uh, praise and worship. Uh, I, I started serving in the praise and worship team. <laughs> <laughs> I became first of worship. It's a wrong statement. Okay. <laughs> I started to serve in the first worship team and started to become um, LG ma- uh, the LG leader and also some not some like, committee member in uh, camps, like preparing camps and stuff. Yeah. Started to have more responsibilities. Do you think the do you think the playful attitude you had like from Hope Kids? So maybe growing up in like a Christian environment and going to church every Sunday, um that that do you think that same attitude that you had towards like oh all this is just all like playing around, I just want to do my own thing. Um do you think the attitude carried over to when you came to a place or how? To be honest, um not really, because I think for me, when I grow older, I, yeah, I started to realize that it's not all about like fun. <laughs> it's not like I'm very playful anymore. And when I come to youth services, I come, I join youth LGs. I expected to, I expected to learn more. Yeah. And I expect to know more about God. <clears throat> like since you do it so often, um, in a place even at a young age and like do you ask yourself why do you do this like the things that you do the things that you you were serving even at like a pretty young age when you were a teenager it's not a constant thing like I don't ask myself every day and I I, I actually did not the, 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 that idea I know that I I know that um, when I serve I come to youth life groups and I come I, I come to serve God, I know because my leaders taught me, um, the, the church taught me that, yeah, doing all these things is not just fulfilling a task, but, uh, but uh, respond to God's love. But at that time, it was, it was not, yeah, it, it didn't really... Something felt like it was missing, is it? It didn't really... Um, it was not a question la, to myself. Like I always ask myself, oh, do I serve do I serve God for a right purpose? Do I go to LG because I want to love God? Yeah, it's not like a constant question, but it's just a knowledge. Mm. So you kind of just did it and do your stuff without really thinking why you do it. Yeah, that, that, that's 
that's a bit like your personality, right? That's like you're you're okay to do the same thing over and over and over again. Without, yeah, we like, can say that. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Like that's just some people are like that. Mm. Um. Okay, but then like after that, what? So as you grew older, did you ask more or what? What? What happened? Um. Yeah, I did ask myself. Um, at one point of time and it's actually quite recent I can say it is um, actually start of this year when I no not start of this year it's like I think it started last year when I started to ask myself um, yeah why am I serving God or why am I um, leading this life group or why am I doing this yeah I started asking myself more of that question and sadly, <laughs> sadly, the answer was no. I don't. I don't do it. I don't do it because of because um to like respond to God's love. But I do it merely to like maybe just fulfill the task. It's more on that, and yeah. And part of the reason might be might be um because my parents goes to church every weekend as well. So I just followed. <laughs> yeah. But it's not like you disliked leading your LG, la, right? Yeah, like just to clarify, you know, I, so people I, I don't think like... I love everyone in yeah. my LG members and I love leading, leading them, yeah. <laughs> so, but it was just that throughout the process of leading, you came to a point where like you had to ask yourself, why am I doing this? Like you were looking for some sort of greater conviction like that, is it? Yes. Okay. Yep. Um, then what do you do about that realization? Like, so you ask and then what? At first, it was a quite, like it was a quite hard hit on me because it is like I'm going to church every weekend of my like eighteen years, nineteen years, and I am also um having so much responsibilities in the youth, and it was really um hard hit on me because yeah, all these years that I have been serving God, I do it without the purpose of like responding God's love. Yeah, the purpose was a bit like off track. Yeah, and um, and also I felt like if I shared out to my leaders, it's at that point of time is when the thought came in, I was thinking like, oh, would people look down on me or would my um, leaders look down on me? Yeah. It must be really hard to be so used to a routine, right? Like do it so often yeah. and then finally realize there is maybe a huge problem not knowing why I'm doing it and then having to share with it. Um, you must feel like a shame. Yeah. Like, would you say like you didn't know how people would think about you, your leaders especially. Yep. And so what what was your turning point? Hmm. Um. Actually, I have two main turning point I can mm. say um, and it's actually all um, happened during this year uh, one of it is when I when it's the start of the year um, actually I was just lying down on my bed thinking about stuff and suddenly um, the Holy Spirit prompted me to uh, see like prompt me to actually think about what I'm doing like at that 
at that moment, it's it was really a serious moment with the Holy Spirit. It's not like a thought only. It's a serious reflection of my heart. And the Holy Spirit actually guided me throughout um, that thing and he moved my heart. So I called Yen, my shepherd, and I was telling him how um, after all this year serving God and being in the youth group committee and doing all these actions, but um, without, a, without a purpose, without a true purpose, I was telling him like how I did after I did all this, the Holy Spirit and God have never forsake me and did not give up on me. And they, um, God and the Holy Spirit also continued to, yeah, continued to soften my heart and reminded me every moment, yeah, every season of my life. And um, another turning point was actually um, this year after MCO, when everybody can get out and but. Of course, you have to follow the SOP. Mm. And yeah, we were in the park talking about life. And at that time, I was reminded uh, of my purpose of life. Because um, yeah, God gave me the purpose to serve Him and to serve others and to serve, yeah, to serve His people. And at that time, I realized how much life is fragile. Like how, how fragile is life? Yeah, because some incident happened um my dad had a surgery and he almost yeah god almost took him back to have the to heaven and some uh, someone around me passed away and i realized that yeah life is not something that we can control and god is the one that is continuously giving us life and healing us providing for us even our um like our shelter our food and living in malaysia is actually quite a blessing because there are not a lot of um, natural disaster and we are not in a war or something and yeah we live quite peacefully and i guess that's god providing us and i see i can from that point of time i can see like oh yeah actually god really really loves me and he gave me a purpose of life he didn't just throw me on earth um, and just let me be but he gave me the purpose and and he continues to help me and provide for me yeah and starting from that day i really told my heart i really like just sit down and tell myself that oh i really want to love god intentionally i really want to love god from the bottom of my heart because of what he did because his love for me is so great and yeah i want to serve him and love him with all my heart yep wow that's really amazing what the holy spirit can do and what god can yeah, do amen. but like it took some amount of time like maybe more than a few years mm. Like of you finally understanding the love of God. But what do you think um, took you so long to finally understand the love of God? And what, what happened those years before this year where you really had your turning point? Hmm. Um, actually, one reason that uh, the, love of, the, the concept of the love of God was not very strong in me is because um, when, since young, I was... Um, I had this mindset of um, when you sin, there are consequences. Consequences will be awaiting. 
Yeah, and the the part where the love of God comes in is not really it's not often. Yeah, and not to blame anyone for it because it's just me that I did not see the full picture of it. Yeah, and I came to understand God as someone that always demands good actions for me at that point of time. Yeah, so only when I was like maybe 15 years old, yeah, I can say, only when I started to grow up and I was 15 years old and I started to see the full picture of it, so even from like the age of 15 you from the age of 15 you started to realize that um walking with God like wanting to love God and repentance is a is both like at certain instances but it's also a continuous process that you continuously go on mm. right that that like that started to like you weren't familiar with it at first but you yeah. started to realize later on uh. so with that with that understanding of like repentance and how it's a process and like you said, uh, God covered over your sin and etc. Mm. How did that change the way you thought about living your life as you grew? Yeah, um, to answer your question, I guess that shouldn't be an ex- excuse. Like you shouldn't take out that as an excuse to keep on sinning because yeah, God has already saved us from um, yeah, from the scene, and yeah, we sh- we just shouldn't go back to it. It's like, it's like um, you are saved from uh, jail, and then you purposely go and go back to the jail, and yeah, is <laughs> uh, not logical. <laughs> and from that, um, this whole idea of God's love really like, yeah, God's love that balanced out the. Um, the the consequences that I will get if I do this action or do that bad action, yeah, this whole concept of God's love really took root into my heart, and I really, it really helps lah in my future understanding of the, um, of loving God with my whole heart, to respond to His love. Yeah. So, like um, after this deeper understanding about the love of God. So like we always do like a before and after. So what's the after? What's the differences you saw in yourself after your perspective changed? What happened? Like, do you see any differences in yourself? Yeah, definitely huge difference. Cause before that, I was serving like without purpose. It's not, it's not that intentional. Cause yeah, didn't know the full picture. But after that, um, when I serve God, when I go to church, when I um, go to life group, when I'm leading my life group, when I'm sharing, when I'm reading my Bible, when I'm praying, do all the actions that, that yeah, do all these actions. Um, I do it out of a purpose from my heart. Like it's intentional. It's, yeah, it's really purposely go and choose to um, love God with all my heart and f- out of my love from God, those actions came out. Those actions came out naturally. So I can say it's not a force, like it's not, oh, force myself to go to church or force myself to lead my life group better. Uh, yeah. And yeah, that's the huge difference. Yeah, I can see, I see, I see the world differently. I see, I see it um, like how God sees it and also I see how loving others different. Uh, I see how Loving others is different as well. Yeah. From my previous 
experience. So there's definitely an aspect of. I think everybody has to go come to a point of realization whether you want to, um, when it's in in terms of like your walk with God at least whether you want to just be cruising through it and follow because mm. it's very easy to just do and follow what people around you do like yeah. you know everybody in life could raise your hand and sing then you can do that sure yes. but everybody I think everybody has to come to a point of realization where like do I want to continue doing do I really want to get into this or am I just gonna like do whatever mm. right so like for let's say some people are listening and they don't like they haven't reached that point of realization. Like, what, what what advice would you give them? What we like? How would you help them along that journey, mm. if you could? Uh, I think my advice for um those that are listening right now, and you feel like you are um at the same page as me, don't cut yourself out from God. Like um, you don't cut yourself out from the um the source of your word of God. How do, how do I rephrase this? Yep, I think they get it. Like, <laughs> okay. don't, don't not come to life group. Don't not come to church. church don't not, don't not talk to your leaders and you stuff You just like made that. it more confusing. <laughs> like, like, we, we're trying to make what he means just go to church and go to LG. That, continue that to talk to Yeah, like just okay. go to Read church your Bible, and be, pray. In, be in touch with all of these opportunities. Or not, you will never get the opportunity if you don't. Like, I, I mean... Yeah, Holy Spirit will work in, uh, God will work in different ways, but it will actually like lessen down a lot because when you are not in touch with the Word of God, you are yeah, basically not in touch with God. <laughs> yeah, so that's my first one. And actually, um, from this advice, I actually, uh, I quite appreciate my um, parents because since young, they told me, oh, even if you have like, um, like maybe even if you, they just taught me how to prioritize going to church. So yeah, I was taught to go to church every weekend. Yeah, so yeah, I, I was quite quite appreciative um of that. Yeah, and the second one is actually the when third one. No, second one. <laughs> Haven't third one. Second, second one. one. Second, second one. one. Parents. Appreciate parents is like to. Oh Pop yeah, you want to be related parents. to the right. first point. <laughs> I actually find that interesting because, like, you, if you remember, just now you said when you were younger, you went through the motions, you did all the stuff, mm. but you didn't quite understand the value of it. But yep. when your heart, when your perspective changed, suddenly you saw like, oh, actually, that's yeah. very valuable, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Like that makes a lot of sense. And yes. some, that's, I, I, I think I realized that with myself also, like mm. memorizing all the Bible songs and going to Hope Kids and everything. Like it didn't make sense when I was thirteen or fourteen. You know, like why do I need to know that Noah built an ark or whatever? But later on, um, mm. when you, it's like when you're in, those things make more sense. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Okay, yeah. yeah. Second one, sorry. <laughs> yeah, the second one will be um, because remember, I I had a serious my first turning point. I had a serious, um, serious. Phone call and conversation with the Holy Spirit. Oh right. Yeah. So when the Holy Spirit is poking you, like telling you something, or like asking you to reflect on your heart, I guess you don't let the that opportunity slip away. Yeah. Instead of letting it slip away, you just yeah maybe just go to your leaders, or if you can and if if you are comfortable with it, you can even go to um the Word of God and you can also pray. 
to ask God for help, to ask God to guide you on yeah, how to walk through this whole situation. And I guess, no, I, I don't guess. I'm pretty sure God will actually, God will really help you. But yeah, just don't let the opportunity slip away when it comes. And the third one is actually, no, the third one. <laughs> the third one is actually, um, yeah, my biggest, my biggest advice yeah, my biggest advice would be um, be humble and be truthful. Because even if the Holy Spirit at that time tells me to reflect on myself, if I'm not truthful to, my, um, to myself, I won't admit that. Yeah, I won't admit that going to church, I, I go to church is purely out of um, maybe, um, yeah, the, the wrong reason. I would really just, yeah, just go away with, with, with a wrong wrong takeaway but yeah be truthful to yourself and when it comes really ask yourself that question and really truthfully answer it and be humble with it when mm, your leaders come and correct you or God come and correct you through um, the word of God and really don't, of course don't, don't, just, don't just admit it and do nothing about it admit it and um, ask God for help ask your leaders for guidance and of, of course do it yeah, that so that's that's my that's my takeaway and that's my advice for everyone that might feel the same way as me. Yeah, I like that last point because if we know that repentance is a continuous process, we'll always have to be yeah humble and we'll always have to partner with God to like learn to walk in His ways and stuff. Yeah, yeah. even I can say like after all this that happened, I would still be very humble and truthful to myself, and yeah, just. When some uh, when something happened, I will straight up admit it and say sorry to God and trying to yeah, try to ask God for help and do it. So wow, it's so cool because like we saw Joel grow up like at least yeah the I, small kid that never admitted that he was wrong. Mm. <laughs> like I saw him grow up like I've known knew known no, him known. known him since like the day he was born like we have always wow. grew up together <laughs> and like true. yeah that's true <laughs> we're in the same church our parents are like close friends and so i also want to bring like an interesting point where like if you're a leader or you're an older sibling or you're just taking care of someone it's easy to like see because we're talking about left like heart left. that it's easy to see that you want people to love god with their actions Mm. And it's easy for me to count like, oh, if Joel um, loves God by what he does and what I do. But from all this, like today, the whole conversation, we're talking about the things that people cannot really see, mm. which was his thoughts and his heart decision. Like what really goes on inside matters so much more. And I am truly happy for him because um, it's not about how much he has achieved loving God. Um, loving God on the outside mm. but it's all about how he has taken big steps to intentionally love God with his heart mm. and I think that's something we as leaders or we as people taking care of people just genuinely one for one another mm. and not just taking care like if you are a friend to someone else I think your greatest desire is also that your friend loves God from their heart and so it's not yeah. so much about how we can prove to each other who loves God more who can be a better worship leader or who can mm. say a better or longer prayer but I think it takes us to really shift our perspective time after time to remind ourselves look at the heart God sees the heart mm. man sees actions and it's easy for us to compare who's a better Christian mm. based on the action 
but God sees the heart. And so I'm super encouraged by Joel's um, sharing today. Yeah. Thanks yeah, for sharing. <laughs> and thanks for being open to like, yeah. And just a disclaimer, he might like laugh a lot, but even though it's quite serious, it's quite serious. He like, even though it's I actually, serious, no, he was like, and my father had a heart attack and then he put in a little bit oh, of a right. laugh. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't a laughing matter at that time. Just a disclaimer, okay. He and is of course, quite serious about it. When, yeah, when, when I, when I realized, realized that I did, uh, I realized that when I do all this, it's not, um, like loving God from my heart I actually cried when I caught Yen. Mm. so imagining me crying in front of the phone Roman and Yen was there on the phone on the phone not in front on of the phone on the phone yeah it was yeah. and so it's also encouragement for everyone out there it's not too late if you find yourself doing things just because of the routine just because mm. everybody else is doing it it's never too late to snap out of it and pause ask yeah, questions pause and be, be brave humble. enough to ex- um, admit like and I'm sure your leaders will be open to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's all for today. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Thanks, Joel, for coming. And yeah. thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, the fact that you have been listening every week is a huge encouragement. So stay tuned for the next one. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Woo.